Hello and welcome to episode one, two, three of the Pen Addict on Relay FM. This week's episode of the Pen Addict is brought to you by Lynda.com, where you can instantly stream thousands of courses created by industry experts for a free trial. Visit Lynda.com/penaddict and hover. Simplified Domain Management. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined, as always, by the man with the plan, Mr. Brad Dowdy. We've been waiting all day to do one, two, three. I it, mean, if this, has that been exciting you, like, while you've been sitting at your desk all day? It literally only came to my mind as I was about to say it. <laughs> I just looked at it, I was like, oh, it's one, two, three. <laughs> oh, man, perfect number, perfect number. This worked out fantastically. Oh, we got a new, we got a new voice on the, we got a new voice on the show, Mike. Hey, who's this hey. guy? We got a guest hey. today, Mike. We got a, We have Scott Fuller from the Studio Temporary. Absolutely. Welcome, Scott. Thanks, guys. Uh, Mike, uh, Brad, thank you so much for uh, you know, for having me on this thing. And uh, I've been sitting here waiting, chatting back and forth. And uh, man, I'm ready to go. Well, we're, we're ready for you. And uh, I want uh, all the listeners if you're if you're just like jumping on, um, just you know, downloaded the podcast, and you're saying who is this Scott Fuller guy? By the end of this episode. Um, you're going to know. know, you're going to know exactly. You're going to say, <laughs> oh, I've seen his work. Scott's a designer and we're going to talk about all that. And, and I promise you, you, if you listen to this podcast, you've come across Scott's work and you're going to go, oh, it's that guy. And it's all going to add up perfectly. Right, Scott? That's right. Yes. Go Scott's Scott, Scott's into everything that we're into. So I'm excited to have you on today. So let's, uh, let's get into a few follow-up items. Um, we'll get your feedback on a couple of these, Scott, and then uh, we'll, get, we'll get talking to you. How's that sound? Sounds good, man. I'm, uh, I'm here. I'm ready to go. So, uh, and, you know, if I run out of something to say, then, you know, I'll make something up. That's all right. We don't, we, we rarely run out. We, Mike and I usually have to cut each other off at some point. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's never a problem for us. The first thing I wanted to mention was a new Kickstarter project called the Twist Bullet Pencil. It's from a gentleman uh, named Huckleberry Woodchuck, and uh, he's got a partner in it. Uh, no way is name. that his name. Please yeah. tell me that's his actual name. That's that his actual amazing. name on his birth certificate. God I would buy name. this simply because of that guy's name. No. I'm actually going <laughs> no. to do that. I wasn't interested in this. We'll talk about that. But no. I'm buying this now because his no. name. No, no, no. I don't think that's his real name, but it, uh, it could be. It could be his real name. Um, anyway, he's a he's a first place I saw him was on Field Nuts and then in the Raceable group all on Facebook. And um, he's been talking. This has been going on for months and months and months, kind of some back and forth design about a bullet pencil. He's a big fan of bullet pencils, sells like repurposed bullet pencils on his Etsy shop. So now he has uh, designed. His name's Jay Smith. Well, you got when you, f- you have a generic name like Jay Smith, you really got to step it up and uh, go f- go Huckleberry. You'll, all, you'll always be Huckleberry. You'll always yes. be Huckleberry in our books. Yes, you'll he's always our Huckleberry. be Huckleberry to me. <laughs> I, I'm still. I still let, tell me about it. Tell me, I, I need to. Cause so this is something I kind of ignored because I'm not really. You know, I'm not really a yeah. pencil guy. Yeah, this doesn't. This doesn't sound like you, but I, I was all over this one just because. Number one, I like the. It, it's kind of that old school aesthetic back with like the old field notes stuff was based on like the farm notebooks and those farm notebooks kind of had this partner with them. And it was these um, bullet pencils that had, you know, different, you know, seed manufacturers, brandings or whatever. They just became just like a giveaway item. Um, and then they, 
I don't know if they're like hugely collectible, but there's there's so many of them, and it's just kind of a neat old design. It's kind of a repurposed design, and so what they did with this Kickstarter project is kind of repurpose that design and modernize it. Um, you know, it's similar to something called the um, Midori Brass Bullet, which is a um, which is also a um, a pencil pencil holder, if you will, a bullet pencil type holder. So I just wanted to point this out because I thought it was pretty cool. It actually appealed to me. Um, a lot just in the design of it I thought was really nice and it's going to be it's something that I wanted to try out so um Scott we're going to talk about your uh junking exp expeditions um when we get talking to you but do you ever run across any old bullet pencils do you have any uh fascination with that at all um I started to get into um I don't know like I started looking at them uh, after uh after our little excursion out there uh uh the last time I went up there I, I just saw a whole a box just you know a foot and a half deep, just filled to the brim with these things. So I started, you know, you start poking through them a little bit. I, I'm not probably as into them as you guys, but I have to say, I have to say they've kind of they've piqued my interest. Uh, they, they've kind of uh, see them in the corner of my eye. I don't know what I'm gonna do with them yet, but uh, the, the the colors, the design, the um, you know, the craftsmanship on those things are still absolutely beautiful. And I love the the twist thing that this guy's going with. I think that's uh, that's really really cool. Uh, you know, concept of this. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that's, I think it's pretty cool. And I, I'm kind of like you, I'm not like fully into it, but I kind of appreciate it for what it is. And, mm -hmm. you know, I can definitely see it like being a problem <laughs> in the future. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, but no, it's cool. I wanted to mention that, uh, I backed it and, uh, it looks pretty cool. So I wanted to, to throw that out there real quick. If anyone hasn't seen it, if anyone's into, uh, the pencil stuff, um, this doesn't have a clip on it, right? Uh, I don't think Cause so. like the image, like yeah, I think one of the old designs. Yeah, because I think um, a clip is what I would want on something like this, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I just, see. I'm not a pencil guy. I mean, even even if his name was Huckleberry Woodchuck, I, I don't think I'd, <laughs> I don't think I'd use it. Uh, I never use wood pencils. Yeah, um, yeah. I've, sure. I'm starting to a little bit. I'm starting to a little bit. So the. Uh, I don't know if it's the the diametric opposite of a wood pencil, but fountain pens, Mike. Would you say that's about as far from a wood pencil as you can get? Just quickly, I did just see the the Kickstarter amount just click up a bit. Oh, I don't know, I don't someone, know, but they just they just hit it. the they just hit the goal about uh, a couple hours ago. I got the email <laughs> in go. my inbox in the in the so. chat room. Fuzzy man just got the last one at twenty eight dollars. <laughs> 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 you guys are worse than us. You are worse than us. Yeah, we are in your Kickstarters. Yeah. What were you going to say to me? I was going to say the farthest thing we can get from a pencil in these writing tools that we all use is a fountain pen, I think. And our friend Paul Joins on Twitter reminded me this week how anti-fountain pen I used to be. And he sent out a link to... Um, an old episode of the podcast. Is this episode 20... 28? No, gosh, this is episode 2. So he actually has it. The link is like t is time-stamped to where I start talking about how I don't understand fountain pens and how I'll never use fountain really? pens. And, you know, if y'all... Yeah, if y'all want to... if y'all want Do you good, really say, I will laugh, never use fountain pens? No, because I talk about I have one, but uh. I don't... I didn't understand the love or the fascination with fountain pens um i was pretty adamant so um 
you know, we'll have that link in the show notes, and I appreciate him doing that to where he uh, he marked it right at the spot where I started talking about it. And I listened to it last night, and it's pretty funny. So everyone should check that out. We'll have that in the show notes. Where can they get the show? Really FM slash pen addict slash one two three. I think every episode should be episode number one, two, three. <laughs> Maybe we can get Feist to uh, sing our uh, intro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm terrible. Um, but I would be okay with that if she did. Just saying. That's. that's I mean, that's that's just the sort of stuff that I work on, right? So I'll just get on that. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay, get on that, please. All right. Um, I've had a bunch of people tweet me and email me wanting to mention an October project called Inktober. And this is something that an artist named uh, Jake Parker kind of came up with. It's um, a lot like the the NaNoWriMo stuff or the the letter writing stuff, um, you know, back in February where you take you take a month and every day that month you do this one thing every day of the month. And so Inktober started October 1st, runs through the 31st, and um, Jake marks it at, listed as 31 days, 31 drawings. And it could be like this total simple ink drawing, could be something elaborate, um, but we'll have the link in the show notes for anyone that wants to participate, because I know we have a bunch of listeners and followers participating because they wanted me to speak about it. And um, you just hashtag your work with Inktober and post it and just kind of check out all the other cool stuff cool stuff that anyone's doing yeah y'all so, better fill that thing up i've seen y'all on the on the field nuts page you you guys could have some absolutely incredible skills out there with uh with some ink pens so uh man don't be afraid throw it up there man uh i kind of you know i kind of want to see it too yeah so, i know uh, a bunch of people have been doing it a bunch of people that i follow have been doing it and i've been catching some uh inktober hashtags especially in instagram obviously um for the the visual aspect of it so i've been following that tag and uh in there and seeing a bunch of names i know so it's really cool and uh, Jake, when he uh, he did this year's Inktober post, he did a um, he did a feature on the pens that he uses for his Inktober drawings, and it's all a bunch of pens we've talked about. Um, so you know the Pigma Micron Uni Pen, um, a bunch of bunch of brush pens like the Kurataki that I like, and and things like that. So go check out this post um, when you catch the show notes and join in Inktober. Um, I'm not sure if I'm brave enough, but. It, maybe I should be because it's not about being brave. It's just about putting it out there. Yeah, just I, do it. I just get Scott's, out there and do it. Scott's a big proponent of just putting it out there. Agreed. All right. And finally, one update, one blog update um, at the Pen Addict. I launched a new feature this Saturday called Three Questions With. And it's where it's kind of my Inklings replacement where I wanted still wanted to feature someone, you know, in the community, um, you know, because I felt um, that that's that's real important to me to, you know, continue to grow this community and, you know, and and send traffic other people's way and just get their names out there and get people reading their stuff. And um, I wanted to thank Tessa from All Things Stationary for going first. Um, She took the mantle, ran with it, did awesome. And what I plan on doing with this feature is I'm not just going to have, you know, pen and stationary bloggers. I'm going to have other people on there, you know, like podcasters like Mike Hurley or designers like Scott Fuller. But, you know, I'm going to get some uh, 
those guys and I'm going to get some, you know, some of my other friends online and some other people who I've never talked to in my life, some artists that I really respect and see if I can get them to answer. And, you know, some of the three questions will be similar for a lot of people, like a lot of the bloggers might be similar, but then I'm going to try to branch it out for, you know, if I can get a hold of some of these artists and musicians. I made like a two-page list of people that I wanted to try to get involved and we'll see how far I can get with this. Um, so I've gotten good feedback in it on, on this so far. And if anyone has any suggestions for who I should try to get three questions with, um, definitely get in touch. Let me know. Y'all know how to get, uh, y'all know how to get a hold of me. So what'd you think about that, Mike? I, I gotta, uh, I need some feedback. I like it. I like the yeah. idea. I was interested to see what you were going to do mm-hmm. with this. Um, and I think what, I think what you have done is very, very interesting. Uh, I think that I am most excited, I think, for the idea that you'll be going outside of the pen blogger community. Yes. Um, I think that's really interesting. I think it would be cool to see what sort of answers do people have for you that are not like pen bloggers. Right. Um, right. So uh, this weekend's will be a non-pin blogger, but um, it's someone we both know and love so dearly. Um, it won't be you, though. <laughs> I mean, Apparently, it's not me because I didn't. I didn't get yeah, asked. So and it's not it's Scott. Not y'all haven't had. Y'all haven't gotten your email yet. I've got a list. I'm like pouring through. So, <laughs> but uh, I'm real happy with how it turned out, and I think it's going to get better and more pertinent as I go as I kind of fine tune it you know I got I have to um, kind of see how things go and fine tune it so yeah whoever uh, if you guys want to see someone let me know and I will do my best to get them get them on three questions so it's it's been fun so far and had a good response so um as a question for you about sure. three questions uh, do you plan to like bring them out in the navigation anyway you're gonna tag them like Surely it'd yeah. be cool if they was if they were easily accessible on the site. Yes, that's a good idea. I will do that. Um because that would be important to me. Yeah, perfect. Did you do it at Ink Links? I just had a, it just had a standard links tag and it was the only thing on the links tag, so you could right. hit links and it pulled up every week's post. Yeah. For all the time. So yeah, I will do something. I'd I'd kinda like to do a separate page maybe. So we'll see. I'll I'll think about how I want to implement that. Cool. So, well, good. I think uh, that's kind of all the follow-up I had, and I want to get to talking to Scott. So uh, let's let's handle some business. Right, sounds, like a, sounds like a great idea to me. Let's talk about lynda.com. This is where you're going to find an easy and affordable way to help you or your organization, basically anyone, learn awesome stuff. And this is because Linda will help you with thousands of courses that you can instantly stream on all sorts of topics like software, web development, graphic design, which I'm sure will be very interesting to people listening to the show, and so much more. Linda enables you to work in a, and learn sorry, in a way that makes sense to you. So videos are really cool as a way to learn, I think because they enable you to watch along with somebody and you can watch people as they're doing things. They get to explain it to you. And Linda break all of their courses down into these really easy to digest chunks. They're just small chunks. You can learn this part today. You want to structure it out, maybe learn these this course over the next three weeks. Right, okay, I'll spend this much on it a day. 
if when when you're trying out something, you've learned it like six months later and you're putting those skills to the test and you're like, oh, what did that guy say about this thing? You can go back in and use some of their fantastic tools, like searchable transcripts. So you can search through the transcripts of the things that you're looking for and then it will take you straight back to that point in the video so you can watch along again. What I'm talking about when you're trying to plan out how you want to do things, you could give yourself like a little... A syllabus that you create. You create yourself some playlists. So oh, I want to learn how to start my own blog. So I want to learn some web design stuff. I want to learn some uh, content stuff and some marketing stuff. And you can create yourself some playlists there so you can do all of that. All of these courses, all these videos over at Linda are produced at the highest quality. They're not homemade videos, you know, made in somebody's shed somewhere. These are just fantastic stuff, professional equipment with professionals in their fields. You can learn on the go as well with their apps for iPhone, iPad, and Android. Whether you're a beginner or advanced, lynda.com has courses for all experience levels over topics such as, um, as I mentioned before, like graphic design or just regular design. Maybe you want to learn some stuff. Maybe you want to learn Photoshop. Maybe you want to learn some photography skills or what if you're interested in animation? You know, these are all things that creative people do. lynda.com can help you get started on it. You know, If you think to yourself, oh, well, I'd love to be able to start taking um, I have like a, a digital SLR. I'm not sure how to use it properly. Well, lynda.com can help you learn how to do that. This is just, you know, just I'm basically just scratching the surface of some of the incredible stuff that they do. And you can get access to all of these over 100,000 video tutorials for just one low monthly price of $25. But if you're interested, what you want to go and do is get a taster. And we've worked out a great deal of Lynda.com to provide you with a special offer to access all of their courses for free for seven days. Go to Lynda.com slash penaddict right now to sign up. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash penaddict. You'll get access for free for seven days. Thanks so much to Linda for their support of this show and Relay FM. Awesome. Thank you, Linda. Now, I've got a uh, a pen blog of the week, Mike, but I'm going to have to admit something up front. I totally cheated on this. Oh, interesting. So last week we mentioned uh, one of my favorite bloggers, um, Jenny from The Finer Point. And I said, I think she's been uh, a pen blog of the week before. And uh, the official tracker of the pen blogs of the week, uh, Kanuni Renishin, said, nope, I checked the list. She has not been a pen blog of the week. <laughs> so, so, so we have to give her things to make lists about. <laughs> Well, we need stuff to write, right? <laughs> we need stuff to write in our stuff so we can use our pens and our paper. But anyway, I wanted to give Jenny a proper pen blog of the week this week. Um, and check out the latest post that she did. It's just a real short post and a really great picture. It's called My Used Pocket Notebooks. So I want to talk to both of you guys. And uh, Scott, I'm going to I'm gonna ping you first because I know you're like a memo book user, field notes user, things like that. When you're done with a book, where does it live? Um, I have a little file. I have these uh, old metal drawers uh, right here by my desk, and uh, they're filed. Uh, I just, um, as soon as I fill one up, um, I uh, sometimes I take some pictures of, of some of the things that are inside, you know, so I can pull it right off my phone. But generally, I uh, archive them, stick them right in the metal box. If I um, if I need them again, pull it back out. You know, remember what I wrote down. Uh, if there was a sketch for a client in there, and uh, you know, I just kind of want to revisit it or something like that. I can pull it right back out. Um, but I, these never get thrown away. Oh, definitely, definitely. And I, I'm going to admit, and I've, I've said this way, way a long time ago in the podcast, I used to throw away my used books in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And now I realize that that was just a really bad idea. Really bad idea. Um, what about you, Mike? Do you, 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 do you use the archival box? So, 
yes and no. So I have all of my, uh, I have two ar- uh, archival boxes and they're basically full up and they're mm-hmm. full up of new and used. Mm-hmm. Um, but I now they're like spilling over and sitting on the top of the boxes. I have used <laughs> field notes all over the place because I don't put the used field notes box in the archival box until I've scanned anything interesting, but I'm mm-hmm. way behind on the scanning. I'm like five books behind on the scanning. Yeah, that'll, that'll get you. I, I, I know that dance too. And um, I mean, for me, I just keep mine. I have like a, a large like plastic bin that I keep all my new books in. And then that's got like a little section for all my used books in there too. But um, I like uh, Jenny's repurposing of the uh, Field Notes Band of Rubber to stack all these up. And it's just a really cool looking picture. So everyone be sure to check that out and tell Jenny we said hi. Like I had an idea about scanning them in better. So mm-hmm. the idea would be to, because I have a Doxy Flip, which is excellent, but yep. Doxy also do these other ones where like feed scanners, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my, Yeah, my, that's the, like the bar, it's like a single bar looking thing. Yeah. So my thought was to just like pop the staples out, the field notes, and then put them in a scanner and just scan them all through and then staple them back together. However, mm. the reason I won't do this is because in so many instances, the staples are part of it and I'll lose the staple. Yeah. So so then also like because of that, I'm not going to buy the scanner because for one reason or another I won't do it. Whether I'm just going to be lazy, <laughs> or yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say that sounds like lazy mode. Yeah, it's either I'm going to be lazy or I'm going to be upset that the staples have been ruined. Yep. So uh, no redeeming values there by doing nope. that. So nope. just got to uh, find the time to scan. And I'm the same way. I'm way behind on my scanning, but I, I love my flip, and uh, it's it's really perfect for that. But yeah, you just got to set a, set aside a ch- good chunk of time to do it. So yeah, I kind of it gets to the point where there's so many, and then I'll just set like half an hour, and I'll just do a bunch. I'm get I'm getting way way ahead of myself, Scott. So you don't. It, it sounds like you don't do any digital scanning. If you if you have an old notebook you'll just reach back in reach back in the drawer see what you could if you can need to find an old note or an old sketch you'll just pull it back out there's no uh, digital integration right um not for right now like if i if i need something if i need to scan it out of there um for a project that i'm working on then i will hmm. um but you know at this point it's you know what's the best use of my time you know and like you said you know it, it takes forever to do you know page after page after page so right. I, I pull out what i need and i know it's always there uh, if i need to go back and get it but <laughs> generally it's uh yeah. you know take it out pull it get it you know put it in the computer get right back to work yeah yeah I, I will say this like i mean these guys are a sponsor but i'm going to mention it anyway like with the scanning thing so there's a great app by Smile Software called PDF Pen Scan Plus, and they do some really interesting stuff with just the phone cameras. And really, I mean, for a lot of people, that's enough. If you're just taking the odd picture of the odd thing, like it will scan it, it will recognize the edges and like stretch the page out and fix the like. You know, if you sometimes take a photo and the page is kind of tilted away from you because of the angle of the phone. It like tries to correct that and bring it straight and line it all up, and it will then do OCR on any text. Like, it's oh, pretty, nice. it's a pretty sweet app actually. And yeah. I think that for people that don't necessarily feel like need to scan, but every now and then want to take a picture of something, this is a great app for that. Oh, very cool! I'll have to check that out. I've I've been wanting to look at something like that. So cool. All right, Mister Scott Fuller, we've uh we've beat around beat around the bush enough. So you are. The solo founder, president, you run the show. 
of the Studio Temporary. So why don't you tell everyone kind of what the Studio Temporary does, what you're all about, and uh, then we'll kind of dig into some specific stuff. Okay, well, like you said, I'm Scott Fuller. I'm from Noonan, Georgia. I, uh, you know, born and raised. Um, The Studio Temporary is a little design studio. It has no, uh, no office, no space, no physical location and thus our tagline good design wherever we happen to be <laughs> so wherever i can carry my backpack wherever i can set up and you know heck most of the time i don't even need a wi-fi connection you know that's where we are so started off as a little joke uh, the name did anyway and uh now it's turned into whatever this is but uh, i guess started in the back of an old sign shop you know working uh, you know, working a full-time job, and then I'd get there about 10, 11 o'clock, work till about 3 or 4 in the morning, um, and I was doing that, you know, four or five nights a week, and um, we do, uh, you know, logo design, illustration, um, you know, brand strategy, uh, posters, t-shirts, we do, you know, all all kinds of stuff. Now we're approaching into, uh, uh, now with the furrow books, you know, I got to design uh, some notebooks and, uh, you know, work on that with Aaron Zeller, which I know we'll talk about here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, man, you know, doing what I can with that. And, you know, now I'm finally starting a, a little uh, line of, uh, of studio temporary products. I've had stickers and everything for a while, but now uh, getting into posters. I've got a few that uh, I've got a brand new one that's landing uh, next week, I believe. Um, right before I got on, uh, my buddy, uh, my screen printing buddy sent me a, a proof of it and you guys are going to love this thing. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I can't tell you what, I can't tell you anything just yet, but it's, <laughs> but you're going to love it. So, so just trust me, just trust where me can, on that. Where can people find these sorts of things that, that you do or, or are they in specific places? Is that the thing? Um, if you want to check out my work, it's, uh, the studio, the studio com. Um, Studio Temporary is my handle on Twitter at Studio Temporary. Uh, my Instagram is Studio Temporary, and um, I have a big cartel shop uh, where you can pick up uh, a couple of posters and some stickers and buttons and other little, uh, you know, knickknacks and whatever. And that's um, the Studio Temporary dot dot com. You got so the brand. I think that just down. about covers. I think that covers just about everything <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> uh, most of my stuff is so. Uh, you know, so there it is. Yeah, so I, you spoke at a conference called Creative South um, oh, back in the yeah. spring, which, you know, Jeff and I are talking about um, attending this year. Okay. And, well, next All year right, in 2015. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you right here. Uh-huh. If you are listening, whoever, the, the, the thousands of people out there listening, if you are in the Columbus, Georgia area around April of next year, all right, go to this conference, whether you're a you're a designer, a developer, or you know just looking to have a good time, go out there. These guys put on an incredible, incredible show. Mike Jones, the the guy who founded it, is a oh such a good friend of mine. Absolutely steps it up every single year, and uh, so that was my little uh, free pitch for them. <laughs> yeah, so we're looking forward to it. And actually, what happened last year, and I hope it doesn't happen again in 2015. It was the same weekend as the Atlanta Pen Show, which is oh. just like a brutal, brutal, um, so that's unfortunate we're going up against, coincidence. Huh? So we'll see what the uh, schedule looks like this year, but I've already got it on my calendar. Good, but good, you good. spoke there last year, and mm-hmm. the the one takeaway I had, and you kind of alluded to the to the fact of the naming of the studio temporary. Your your point was it's wherever my brain is. 
that's going to be where my studio is. You know, yeah, um, wherever I'm at today, and I have my brain with me. <laughs> that's yeah. that's going to be the studio temporary for today. And I thought that was just such a good thing. Is you know this this design can happen anywhere, and our work can happen anywhere, and you know you just need to embrace that. Yeah. Yeah, and and that makes sense. Uh, the guy who said it, uh, his name was uh, Alan Fletcher. He's one of the founding partners of the original founding partners of a design studio called uh, Pentagram. And you know, to allude to what he said, he said the most important tool in the studio is my head. So, you know, wherever that is, that's where we are. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know, working working hard where you know where we happen to be. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about a couple of some of the design work that you did and where people might actually recognize your work from. I think one of the things that um, I don't know, I think maybe where we first started talking, I can't remember the exact uh, spot, but I'm pretty sure it was in the Field Nuts group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And the logo that the Field Nuts have on that Facebook page is a studio temporary design done by you. So tell me how about how that came about, because that's a, that's a pretty interesting story. Well, I've enjoyed field notes for a long, long time, and uh, I, I didn't realize the, the, you know, the collecting aspect and how many different, uh, you know, notebooks and everything were out there. I didn't realize that really until I just picked up whatever I could, fa- whatever I could find, and used them, and uh, I loved them. Carry them around with you all the time. But I found this group called uh, Field Nuts on uh, online, and. Uh, Actually, I found it in a, in Twitter. So somebody mentioned uh, Kudal mentioned it, and I think that's when they really, really started gaining uh, some popularity. But I reached out to the um, to the founder, uh, Todd Lamondi, and um, and Adam and uh, Adam Wicker, and we started talking. We we talked about man, we could do our own books and do uh, um, you know our own little line of merchandise or products or whatever. But the biggest thing was uh, they did not really have a logo at all um they use the future which is you know really really close so what i did is i called uh, i think i've had him on the show before but uh brian bedell sure uh, I, I called him up at uh just a field notes headquarters and said hey you know mr Patel, you know love your product obviously but uh this is who i am of course you know nobody has any clue who i am so i i told him who i was told him what i wanted to do and i said look I, i'd like to design this you know we'd like to produce some some products because uh, i'd gotten pretty heavily involved at that point and the actual answer was no because but for this only reason was we were just too close and the design uh, was too the, close the, yeah the design that they put up there was just too close so and, and you can understand that but um i feel like i earned a little bit of respect just because you know i've you know, you, you call up and ask, you know, instead of just, you know, a straight, you know, ripping them off like that, you know, and you don't want to do that. You know, I respect that brand way, way, way too much. So then about 15 minutes later, we got an email and, uh, yeah. Hey, would you like to design a logo for, for field nuts? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, I went in the, uh, exact opposite direction. Uh, I pulled out uh, my own stash of, uh, of the, the vintage farmer's notebooks and started, you know, running through them, you know, sketches upon sketches. And I decided that I wanted this to be, uh, since it's kind of a grassroots, uh, you know, startup, I wanted this to be something that was hand-drawn. So I hadn't done lettering in, you know, almost four years. And I sat down and just, you know, went to town on it. And, um, I passed it off. I showed it to, uh, to, to, uh, to Kudal. I showed it to, uh, 
um, to the big man himself, Mr. Draplin, and everybody approved it kind of all around. And next thing you know, up it goes. There it is. And uh, man, it's it's still there. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe it's been uh, it's been over a year now. Uh, they just celebrated their one year anniversary, and that logo is still up there. Um, there's a few things coming down the pipeline that uh, I'm really excited about for those guys. And uh, man, I'm just I'm just happy that I can you know go to Facebook, you know go to go to the Field Nuts page, and still see it there, and you know just be proud to to work with those guys. Yeah, it's it's a logo I see every day, and I like it so much, and it really <laughs> really fits the group well. I mean, I'm in that I'm in there. You know, I don't I don't comment or or post as much as most everyone else in there, but I mm-hmm. at least read it at least once a day, if not two or three times. So yeah. it, it's cool seeing cool seeing that pop up on my screen every time. I think you did a really good job there. So uh, the the next one I want to talk about, I'm really interested in, and I love this. I don't know. You, you've got a lot of, lot of designs uh, that are my favorite. <laughs> it's hard to pick just one, and, and you've been like awesome hooking up uh, the knock shop with some artwork, and we'll we'll talk about that too. But I love the simplicity and cleanliness of the fountain pen day logo. So tell me about how that came up. That actually came through uh, Field Nuts. Actually, um, I started talking to. Uh, to Aaron Zeller, the Zeller Writing Company, the guy who did founded the Furrow Books, and he got me hooked up with a guy named Kerry Yeager out of New York, and he and Kerry uh, and, and Aaron kind of run this uh, whole fountain pen day. Um, I'd never heard of it before, you know, just like I hadn't heard. You know, there's a lot of stuff I hadn't heard about before, <laughs> but you know, this guy was so far off my radar. Um, I, I don't. Uh, okay, it is confession time. Um, I am while I am not a fountain pen user which I feel really weird coming on a podcast, you know, pen addict. And, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm not even an addict. I'm not even a user. You know, I mean, what is this? I need to find a dealer or something. I know. But, um, you know, but he he came to me and he said, look, this is what it's going to be. Um, and when people come to me and, and ask me to, to do this type of design work, you know, realizing what context it's going to be used. You know, this is not going to be huge on people's websites. This is going to be down at the bottom. Uh, it'll be, you know, stamped on an envelope. It'll be, you know, stuck in the on the back or down the side of a, a bookmark, you know. So knowing this, knowing that it has to work, you know, the size of a penny or, you know, the size of a, you know, on the side of a van or whatever. And it has to be able to work both ways. So he came to me and said, you know, this is what we want to do. I knew it would be a simple solution. Um, but the biggest thing for me is I, I looked at all of the, I looked at all the logos. Um, there's a lot of, you know, there's not a lot of variation between a lot of the logos that I found just in the community, just in the research that I did. And one of the things that I found is all the nibs in most of the logos and stores point up. And I think that, you know, I said, all right, so there's the, there was one of the biggest differences, you know, I wanted that nib to be pointing down, you know, we, I mean, we use these things and yeah, we collect them and everything like that, but they're, it's not about just, we have this beautiful pen. It's, we get to use this beautiful pen. You know, we were, uh, what was it? I was out at the, uh, at Knox, uh, warehouse a couple of weeks ago. Brad pulled out a uh, this whole case uh, of pens, and all of a sudden, here comes four or five more guys. Oh, you got to try this pen. Oh, you got to try this one and, and do that. <laughs> and, it, and it wasn't about you know behind a glass case or you know pull out this velvet box or whatever. These things were all well used, you know. So I wanted that in there, but 
you know, something simple, something that would that would work, you know, at a good size. You know, when I passed it off to to Carrie, man, he just went nuts with it. And now we've got there's notebooks, there's uh, buttons and bookmarks and all kind of stuff. He sends me all of this stuff, and I keep getting mail from him all the time. But I've got a drawer just just full of these things. But to be able to be a part of something like this was really cool. And, and then to you know to realize that it, it reached such a big community and has such a, a cool fo- a community that has an incredible following. Uh, you know, I, I didn't know what I was getting into, but you know, just I'm just thrilled that I got a chance to work on it. I really love this logo. It's like one of my favorite things. It just it it yeah, it's it's really pretty much perfect and and Carrie's been you know, uh, a real good supporter and I've talked to him for a while, I guess probably since about last Fountain Pen Day and he's just a really good guy and he's um sent a bunch of stuff to us at Knock just to like he's like, "Hey, you know, we want you to, you know, if you're interested in helping support Fountain Pen Day, let me send you all this stuff and you can just have it and you know send it out to your customers as you're packing orders just throw some Fountain Pen Day stuff in there and we're like absolutely so we've got bookmarks and stickers and buttons and all that stuff um, heading out uh, this month to help uh, support Carrie and Fountain Pen Day and um, it's just uh, it's it's cool seeing that logo and uh, knowing knowing the man behind the nib there who uh, who who came up with it so that's that's pretty sweet. So November seventh, November seventh, that is the date. That is Fountain Pen Day. I know this. It's been hammered into my head. You know, just <laughs> just I keep seeing that. I see the number seven all the time, and I'm like, oh, it's coming up soon. It's coming up soon. So uh, be on the lookout. You know, show yeah. your support. And uh, man, yeah, hit up hit up fountainpenday.org. Yes. and uh, for the they details, they just redesigned their website too. They they finally got the logo put up on their website. So yep. uh, congrats to them, and and it looks it looks great. It really really looks good. Uh, just kind of living up there. Yeah. So uh, go check them out. Awesome. So I got a couple more things I want to touch base with you on, but uh, right. I think let's uh, let's talk about this next sponsor, Mike, because I've got a pretty good story here. Oh well, then I'll, I'll try not to say too much. If we've got some right. stories, are always good. I do, and it just Mike, happened this morning. I didn't morning. know you were still on, man. Hey, hey buddy, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been sitting back here listening. I, some I love the guest episodes of this show because I actually just get to enjoy the show. <laughs> uh, I kind of just let Brad take it, and it's, I enjoy it a lot. I can see it. They, I see why people like this show. You know. <laughs> It's not too. It's not too bad. You know, you'll sit bad. back, let me talk, no interruptions. Yeah. It's kind of nice. So, uh, you know, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, man. This is great. <laughs> so, I want to take a quick moment to thank our second sponsor for this week's episode, and that is our friends over at Hover.com. Quite simply, Hover is the best way to buy and manage domains. It's been my place of choice for years obviously it seems like it's been brad's choice too super easy to search for domains they have all of the top level domains you're, that you're going to look for if you want to start a project and you want just uh, things to get out of the way this is what hover gives you they've got a really simple interface hassle-free it allows you to go in select what you want maybe you've thrown a couple of keywords maybe you're looking for a specific domain type it in they'll search through all of the top level domains that they have like .com .co.me also the crazy new ones like .plumbing .coffee .sexy they'll check through all of those too yes they do actually have .sexy domains you can buy them I own Mike.sexy everybody <laughs> should own their own name .sexy you, you're kind of missing out otherwise um, they, they don't like shove thousands of screens in your face trying to get you to buy loads of add-ons they just 
give you all the they give you all the suggestions. You pick which ones you want. They add who is privacy on top for free, absolutely free, and they just give you a real simple way to buy and then manage your domains afterwards. They've just lowered all their prices. For example, .com domains now start at twelve ninety nine including that who is privacy. They have a no-hold, no-wait, no-transfer telephone support policy and so much more amazing stuff that I'm dying to tell you about, but I really want to hear Brad's story. So it's a funny, funny thing happened on the Twitters this morning. I'm sitting there. Um, I'm about to leave work, and I'm trying to wrap up a few things at work, and then my Twitter feed starts going off, and I look over there, and it's a guy named Grum, at Grum, G-R-U-M. And... I think he's been a follower for a little bit, and I, I remember talking to him in the past, but he's not someone I talk to frequently. And he said, hey, did, did you guys at Knock know that Knock.co is available for purchase now? And I was like, oh, I, I did not know that. And because I remember back when I was buying domain names, it was not available. Um, And I said, no. I said, really? Let me go look at that. And sure enough, it's available. And what he did, he... he um. He said, I tried using that URL a while ago and realized the renewal date was due to expire soon, so I calendared it oh. just in case you didn't. What a great how, guy. How amazing That's is that? Crazy. That so is awesome. I, I flew into Hover like as fast as I could, <laughs> and I'll be danged if it wasn't there. Knock.co. And not only that, for some reason, their their CO, um, or at least this CEO was uh, half off, so it was only twelve ninety nine. They're normally like twenty six, twenty eight bucks for the CEO uh, addresses. So we are now the happy owners of Knock.co, and Hover made that possible because all I had to do is say buy this, click, and it was mine. You know, it I didn't have to, it didn't take me five minutes to get through all the pages that um, you sometimes have to with these registrars to 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 actually make a purchase, and um, so. Uh, I thought that was pretty awesome that that just happened this morning. And uh, so, yeah, now uh, now I need to figure out to, what to do with it. Well, you just direct it. To- <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. I'm going to redirect it, but it'd be kind of neat if we used it from the beginning. It was kind of cool. But no, we're, we won't play around that much. But yeah, we'll just redirect it. So now we're the happy owners of Knock.co. I'm, I'm excited about that. This is the great thing about Hover. They get out of your way, let you buy the domains that you need and set them up for your fantastic projects. So you should be like Brad. Go right now to Hover.com and try them out. And you want to use the code HelloSailor, all one word, at (laughs) checkout. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll get 10% off your first purchase at Hover.com. So this is for new customers. Show your support for Relay FM. Use the code HelloSailor. It's going to get you ten percent off. Thank you so much to Hover for spo- sponsoring Hover. this episode. <laughs> Hello Sailor. Oh my! Oh my gosh! Okay, so I was in such a hurry this morning. The first thing that popped into my head was I need to text Mike to see if we have a promo code. And then I was like, forget it. I'm just going to go buy it. <laughs> I'll worry about it later. I didn't want it to go away. Story's for, better for than the sale story is better than the 10 percent mm-hmm. uh, than the dollar 29 i would have saved but still i've got some other uh other things I've, I've always got things in the work domain names are a problem so yeah hello sailor i'm all over that <laughs> these codes for you buddy oh that is lovely just for that uh, i'm gonna go buy some more domains tonight just so i can <laughs> type just so i can type in hello sailor that's amazing all right scott so this is an interesting one 
I think, and uh, you've alluded to it a couple times, and it's the Furrow Books um, Kickstarter project done by Aaron Zeller. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what's the name of his company? Zeller... Zeller Writing Company. Zeller Writing Co., that's right. So Aaron came up with this project he wanted to do on Kickstarter, and he launched it, and um, I, you know, it, it obviously went really well. He's part of the Field Nuts group, and um, you know, he's a... He's a just an all around good guy, and then all of a sudden, like this logo pops up. I think it was it was after the Kickstarter, right? Or it was at least after the prototypes. It wasn't on the first. It was during. No, no, no. Yeah, it was during, it was during the, Kickstarter. the Kickstarter. So yeah, so tell us tell us how that happened because that was a real kind of interesting dynamic change in the uh, in the Kickstarter, and yeah. it only like totally enhanced the the, the project as a whole. I think. So yeah. tell me about that. Well, I can't say enough about Aaron, you know, just, just as a, as a whole great, great guy, uh, recently married too. So congratulations to him. Nice. Um, but I, one of the things that has been kind of a hallmark of, of the way I work is I refuse to be a wallflower. I, uh, sometimes people get referrals. Sometimes uh, I get that and I get that from time to time, but most of the work that I do, I'd say well over 70% of the work that I get is uh, me going out and emailing folks out of the blue, cold calling them, walking up to them, handing them a card saying, all right, let's do this. Well, I was on the, I mean, you saw what it did for me in, uh, you know, for Field Nuts, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was really, really interesting. So um, I decided just to do it again. It's not a, uh, you know, should I do this? Is he going to say yes? Is he going to say no? That doesn't enter my mind. I just, I see something that I want to, to work on and I just go for it. So I, I called him up and I said, Hey man, you know, I'm looking to, you know, I see what you're wanting to do and you've been a big help on the group. I'd love to help you out. Is there a way that we can work together? And we went back and forth for probably a good 30 minutes. Um, he, uh, he helped me out a little bit. He gave me a little bit of funds to kind of get everything going. And I think I, it was about, uh, had about two weeks to really get everything done. Uh, originally, I was just going to do the logo, and then it turned into the belly band design uh, as well. So um, he, you know, he told me what he was looking for. He told me about the books, and then he just, he just let me go. And once again, back to the, the idea of, all right, where is this going to be used, you know? It's, it's going to be little. It's going to be little on these books. It's going to be, you know, little on the bands. So the idea of furrow books, just it just lent itself perfectly. Sometimes a, a name will lend itself absolutely beautifully with, uh, with the design that comes out. So the idea of the furrows in a planted field you know, out in the Midwest is great. And then the fact that they look like books opening, you know, each one of the, if you've seen the logo, take a look. If you haven't seen it, Go to my website, thestudiotemporary.com, take a look at it, and it just lends itself perfectly to that. I handed it off to him. He was thrilled beyond measure uh, with that, and I was. it was really, really neat. I just got mine uh, last week. Um, I, all the books, uh, the, the three packs and the, the big books, and the Kickstarter books and all the special edition stuff, I just got all that stuff in last week, and to hold that in my hand, I almost started crying. It was amazing, you know, working on stuff like this. And then you see it come out in print and you get to hold it. And, and it's the beginning of my career. So I haven't had a chance to do that a whole lot. And now, man, 
you know, got it sitting right here on my desk, you know, I don't know if I'm ever, I know that I'm, I use the books, I use every single one of my field notes, man, the, the special editions, the rare editions, you can't find them anymore editions, I use them all, you know, I, I can't, I, so I can relate to you on that one, Brad, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I'm ever going to use these things, man, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just so, so cool, but man, and the coolest part about that uh, about that project, and I'll, I'll kind of throw in my own little bit on this one. You know, it's like a Bill Cosby. You know, I, so I told you that story to, to tell you this one. If you look on the back of the furrow books, um, one of the things that um, that Aaron was very very concerned about was he wanted to make sure that he knew that every single part of this thing was made in the USA. Uh, it was bound in the USA. I mean, just the whole bit. Well, on the back side, on the left, in the left corner is a little USA logo. That is not a stock logo. That is not, you know, something I pulled off the internet. Um, I was working on that logo just for a, just for fun, for a, a little project. And without asking permission, I put it on that belly band, man. I said, man, this is, this is kind of cool. This could work. We'll see what he says. Didn't ask his permission. Didn't say, hey, you know, there's this other logo design I want to throw on there. You know, I mean, how do you <laughs> how do you approach that, right? So I put it on there, you know. I mean, these things aren't out yet, aren't been printed, so you know, I could take a sh- I can take a chance. Well, I sent it off to him and I got an email back about 15, 20 minutes later. Three quarters of the email was about how much he loved that little USA logo on the back of that book. <laughs> and now that's become it's become a little mark. I've, you know, I sold T-shirts with it. Now I've got some other stuff coming out with it. I've got it copyrighted now. And you know, for those of you who are out there listening that are thinking about, you know, whether it's hiring me to do some work for you guys, man, you do a product. If I make a product for you that is made here in the USA, you may very well see me sneaking in that little USA logo on there. You know, and it's it's kind of. It's kind of my way to give back and, you know, just be proud of, of things that are made in the USA and, you know, to get to do that, you know, with, you know, with furrow books and then to kind of, you know, yeah, he kickstarted his, uh, his furrow books, you know, with that project, but man, he kickstarted that little USA logo for me too. Thanks, Zella. <laughs> I appreciate that for you. I appreciate that, buddy. So, so here's the thing with designers that fascinate me. I don't know how this stuff comes out of your brain and it's so right. Like, like I look at like some of your work and other people's work and, you know, people who, you know, I follow online and you're like, that's exactly right. That's perfect. There's nothing, there's not another design that would work better. There's not, you know, any tweaks that need to be done. It's like, that's it. It's like, what's the, and I, I'm gonna get you out of here on this, and because I know it's not a short answer either. <laughs> How does this inspiration happen? Like, I, I know you can't like it's not a black and white thing, but like, how does it come out of your brain onto the paper? And uh, you're like, a pen helps. That's it. <laughs> Actually, a, a pen is amazing for getting ideas out of your brain onto. I'm just kidding, but um, um, I think it's for me this. You know, everybody has a different story, and and all the stories are fantastic. I think, um, but for me, it goes back probably a good twenty years to uh, uh, my dad. He, my dad is a uh, still is a machinist, you know, CNC, 
you know, all, all those things. He, he's incredible. He's an incredible craftsman. And people would come to him and say, you know, I need you to do this part for me. And it had a specific purpose. It had a specific reason for being built that way. And with these parts, Dad couldn't take any, you know, artistic license on these things. You know, you know what? I'm going to put, I'm going to drill a hole here because it looks better. Little screw up the whole part, you know? So it's this idea of giving people, you know, not necessarily what they want, but you give them what they need. And, you know, when it comes time, they realize, you know what? That's what we were looking for in the beginning. I've been this way through my entire career, my short little career, where I believe the simplest solutions are the best. Um, I heard a quote uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it's been really, really well. You know, people call it minimalism or utilitarianism or whatever you want to call it. But he said that, you know, minimalism is not the least amount of, uh, of, of content. It's just the right amount. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like with the Fountain Pen Day logo. I could have done swooshes and I could have gotten in there and done all kinds of beautiful, intricate designs that I have no clue how to do, you know, on these little, on these, uh, like on the nib and everything. But at that point, it becomes a piece of art. Um, I am not an artist, uh, I'm a designer. I make work for people, I make work that gets the job done. And that's where the simplicity comes from for me. Uh, just figuring out what is the best way to set this apart. And most of the time, I'd say just about all the time, it's not about how much you can fit on that page or how much you can put into that logo, but the meaning and the the simplicity and the shapes that people instantly recognize, that's what makes it. You know, you know, uh, what is it? You pair that with an incredible product, and you know, man, you've got this recipe for, uh, you know, uh, to make something good. But for me, it's always been about finding the simplest solution, uh, the best solution, the the way to say exactly what needs to be said, exactly the way it needs to be said. I hope that answers your question. That but that's, answers uh, it. That answers it perfectly. Actually, um, yeah, I I am. I am a believer in in that <laughs> philosophy for sure, and um, you know, using it, making it the right amount. You know, it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be less. It doesn't have to be more. Just make it right, and um, that's what that's what we go with. So, shoot, man, this has been awesome, and um, I, I really appreciate you coming on and, and talking design with us. And uh, we'll have to get you uh, get you on again sometime for sure. Oh, but man, um, is there is anything anything else I want to give you a chance to? Uh, to pimp anything you need to before we uh we call it an episode i know you got you have the usa shirts coming back on yes uh, coming back available soon because i missed out the first run and i want to get in on the second run so that's coming soon yes i taught i actually talked to uh the folks at cotton bureau today and uh we pushed it we pushed it back of the limit you know whoever requested those shirts to be brought back thank you thank you thank you so much um but they're back in the queue uh, I don't know, maybe by the end of this month, they'll be back up there. I'm not sure. Um, but it's going to be really, really soon, but, uh, man, it's going to be fantastic. But, uh, as far as that goes, if you want to check out any of the work that I've done, uh, go to the studio temporary.com 
Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, it is at Studio Temporary. Um, I actually already picked up a couple of followers while we've been talking, which is yeah, kind of cool. Your, your Instagram feed is sick. Plus, I, I make I have at least two appearances in there, I'm pretty sure. I think so, yes. That you might um, lose some followers for that. I mean, you know, it's it, they say three strikes, so you, you've probably <laughs> been in you've been in there twice. Uh, I'm gonna play it safe on that one, and uh, you know, we'll go from there. Yeah, but good move. Um, um, let's see. But yeah, check that out. Um, if you want to go buy some cool stuff uh, from my shop, it's uh, the Studio Temporary uh, please feel free to check that out. We'll be adding some new stuff here in the next uh, couple of weeks, so please stay tuned for that. And um, and man, just uh, I'm just happy to to be here. I'm happy to uh, you know to be on the show and that uh, you know that people you know still want to you know still talk you know <laughs> and still talk about <laughs> you know you know you know what I work on. I'm I'm blessed to be able to do this. I have a wonderful family who supports me. Uh, my wife, Julie, I would not be able to do this without her. She is, she means more to me than any of this. And uh, my little boy, Sean, just turned three. A uh, little little spark plug, you know, running around here. He'll. I got to be careful about leaving my, my notebooks out because he will color all over these beautiful sketches that I've done. But, um... But you can't get too mad, really, you know, because if he's liking to, you know, he's liking to get out and draw and everything, I'm not going to say anything about that. That's right. But uh, incredible family. Um, and man, I'm just I'm blessed to be able to work in this industry to to get to talk to people like you guys to to produce work uh, for people like you guys that, that appreciate it, that um, understand it and that support it. You know, you can get all the all those in one in one place, man. Oh, it is still just just incredible to me. Awesome. Well, we certainly appreciate it, and we'll have all those links in the show notes for the episode. Mike, you want to tell them where to get it and sign us off? You can go get our show notes for this week's episode at relay.fm slash penaddict slash 123. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I am imike, I-M-Y-K-E, and Brad is at dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. Brad also writes over at penaddict.com and don't forget all of his fantastic stuff over at knock.co maybe soon. <laughs> redirects yeah. it probably. Thanks again. It'll to, redirect tonight. Good. Thanks again to our sponsors, lynda.com and Hover. Go check them out. Help support the show. Thank you again to Scott for joining us this week and thank you all for listening. Until next time, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. Goodbye. Goodbye.